Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I'm the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode 423 of the WCHL podcast. We're going to continue on with our uh, series of profiling some of the student athletes that play here in the WCHL. So let's hear some crunchy guitar. Uh, and then on the other side, we're going to get uh, number 25 from the Missouri State Ice Bears, Hunter Saunders on the line. Hold on. crunchy guitar over let's get mr saunders on the line hunter saunders are you there yes sir all the way from nashville tennessee checking in on his holiday break we hunter we appreciate you taking time out of your uh, holiday break uh to talk with us here on the podcast not a problem it's a pleasure to do it let's get started hey uh before we got going uh you, you mentioned that you're a, a big fan surprisingly of the podcast so i guess that makes you listener number uh, 16 or 17 huh Ah, come on. It's, I always like listening with uh, what's going around on the league, so um delighted to be on here. Well, wonderful. Hey, we're, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Tell us, you're, like I said, we're, you're, we're talking to you from Nashville, Tennessee. How does a young man from Nashville, Tennessee get involved in the hockey? Well, that's actually a pretty uh, interesting and long story. Um, when I was uh, four, uh, I was actually in a really bad uh, car accident. Oh, no. Um, we were hit by a 16 year old kid who didn't stop at a stop sign. And that was back before the big law about, uh, kids being in the front seat. And so I was in the front seat and I got hit by the airbag. Yeah. And so I was, uh, in the hospital for about a month and wasn't supposed to make it, but I did. But the thing was, if I made it, I was going to have trouble walking for a good long while. And so my doctors told me to start, you know, using my legs every way I could, like skating and swimming. So I uh, got some uh, rollerblades and uh, started skating in my driveway. And before you know it, I was uh, signed up for the local roller hockey league. And so it just went on from there. Wow. Wow. So that's that's quite the traumatic. Uh, what, you're four years old, so you, you hadn't even started school yet, huh? No, no, sir. But uh, what the way it worked was it was just because the uh, the Predators became an organization that year, and um, I believe it was my dad's company uh, gave us some tickets to go to a game right after my wreck, or once I got out at least, and uh, went and I fell in love with it, and I told him that's what I wanted to do, and so he, like I said, he went out and got me some skates and uh, went on from there. Wow! Yeah, the Preds came to Nashville in 1998. And, yeah, yeah. uh, so you had, you had already been, uh, blading roller hockey blading and you saw the Preds and said, Hey, I want to go onto the ice. Yeah, basically. Um, well, yeah, they came that year and, uh, it was, yeah, I guess it was after the wreck and whatnot. And so they, uh, uh, fell in love with it and that's what I wanted to do. And so I did. Was there an ice rink in Nashville at the time or was, was, did you only have to go to the Predators practice rink? Uh, we have, well, at the time we had two, um, two ice rinks. We had one roller wink, one roller rink, and, uh, I wasn't old enough to, uh, do ice yet. So I had to start out with roller. Okay. So I did roller for a year and then, uh, did ice the next. When was the last time you, you were, you did roller, uh, do you, or do you still do it? Uh, I did it up until, um, I graduated high school. I did like the state wars tournament 
uh, for Tennessee and whatnot. I did a couple travel tournaments with a team out of St. Louis, but uh, just kind of took over my summer. And once I started school, I stopped doing it. Okay. All right. Well, and did, did you play um, uh, ice hockey in high school? Or I, I got to presume that there's probably not a big, maybe I'm all no. wrong. There's probably not a big no. high school hockey league there in Nashville. There is, but it's pretty small. Um, my high school didn't have one. I was the only hockey player at my school. And so I actually uh, moved away when I was 16. Uh, I played for Russell Stover uh, in Kansas City. Okay. Because um, I actually got cut from my team here um, kind of out of nowhere. They wanted to have a development year for the younger guys. And so kind of screwed over the 95 birth year. But wasn't looking like they get the best of me. And so I tried out for a bunch of teams and ended up uh, in Kansas City, who was better than the team I had here. <laughs> and I played there for two. Yeah. It's crazy how that works. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I played there for two years. Um, and then I played, uh, I actually broke my foot at a, uh, at a camp in Colorado. I was going to, uh, try out for the Colorado rampage, broke my foot there. And then I kind of had to take a year off, um, up until about Christmas where I started playing for the California Titans in the, uh, North American prospects hockey league. And, played there for a couple months and then I played juniors in Alexandria for a few months. And then I, um, went to, uh, Walpole in the Eastern hockey league and I played there for a year and a half and then wound up in Missouri state. You've been all over the place. What was that like Hunter going from, uh, moving from Nashville to Kansas city on your own? Uh, it was, I mean, honestly, it was a great maturing thing for me, obviously. Um, uh, it kind of came, a little bit quicker than I thought it was going to be because I, cause I played for uh, TPH Thunder uh, out of Georgia. It was kind of weird how that worked. Like uh, up until you're uh, 16, you kind of practice with, with the other players from your home state. And then once you uh, go into 18, you, you all had to move down to Georgia because uh, that's where the team was based out of. And I thought that's why I thought when I was going to move, but it came a little bit earlier uh, than I expected. So um so it was a little bit of a culture shock uh, going from a school that I've gone to my whole life and then moving to Kansas City where I uh, didn't know a soul. But I think in the end, it was very good for my maturing process. And uh, luckily, I had a great billet family up there uh, that took me in. So it was a very easy adjustment once I got settled. Very nice. Very nice. Kansas City um, has some hockey heritage. But uh, they they seem to also have a, a notion for losing all of their big teams. They had the scouts there, yeah. lost the scouts. They had yeah. the blades, lost the blades. Yeah, and it was I got the we got to play out of the um, the ECL ECHL rink where the uh, Mavericks play. So it, it was a pretty cool uh, place to play at, and it was a good school. And like I said, I had a good billet family, so it was a very very easy adjustment for what I was doing at such a young age. Very nice. Now Russell Stover, that's a um, that's a well known um, uh, hockey program throughout the United States. Uh, did you, where did you go anywhere exotic while you played for, for the Russell Stover program or did you just hit the normal, you know, Dallas and, uh, Detroit and Philadelphia kind of circuit? I'm trying to think, uh, well, our, our division was mostly, um, it was us and the Colorado, uh, teams. It was, it was the rough riders, the rampage and Thunderbirds. So it was every other weekend we, uh, had to make the trip to Colorado. But uh, the, th- the thing I remember the most about uh, that team, my first year was um, uh, we had a trip uh, up in uh, Detroit. We had to play um, 
it was the Cleveland Barons who had Sonny Milano. Uh, we, we started out the weekend, we beat them. And then the next game, it was when um, Dylan Larkin played for Beltire, and we gave them their first loss this season. So that was a pretty special trip. Wow. Uh, that I had my first uh, with, uh, with Russell Stover. So that's what I remember most about that year. But I don't think we went anywhere too exotic just mm-hmm. because we were kind of in that middle division, so we didn't get to go that far. Didn't go up to Silver Sticks or anything up in Canada and take nah, them I, I did. I, I did do that um, when I was a Bantam, but we, I don't think we did the we did the yeah, we didn't do the Canada trip. We did the uh, Michigan trip. Okay, very nice. And then tell me about going out to uh, California because, boy, you, if going from Nashville to Kansas City is uh, kind of a shock, going from Kansas City to sexy California, that has to be a real shock to the system. Yeah, it was, it was like I said, it was kind of a weird situation just because I was out for so long and because uh, my broken foot. But I was just uh, just thankful to be playing, so I didn't really care where it was. Uh, it was a beautiful road trip. I really enjoyed that because I, I love road trips. And so, uh, my brother and all, my brother-in-law uh, and I did the 36-hour uh, trip together. And yeah. So we got a little bonding out of that. <laughs> and then, and so it, it was it was fun. Um, it was it was just cool to see that part of the world, and um, it was cool to have In and Out Burger uh, almost every day. Yeah. Probably ate it way too much, and then. It was nice uh, wearing flip-flops out of the rink when it was December, so I got really used to that. <laughs> then the following year, you you were in, what's it, Alexandria? That's in Virginia, right? Right around the D.C. area? Uh, it was uh, Minnesota. Ah, okay. It was in the uh, in, it was in NA3. There you go. Yeah, I, start, I started out there, and uh, I just felt like I could have uh, played a little bit. Like, it wasn't we, – we were good. I just uh, – I guess I wasn't getting the playing time that I liked, and so I – had a buddy who was a coach for Walpole who was, uh, back when it was, um, they had the Met league and then they had the EHL and my buddy was a coach for the Met and he hooked me up with the guy for the EHL team. Okay. So, I mean, that's a really good league. And so I said, heck yeah, sign me up and, uh, drove out there and I loved every second that I was out there. You covered the, uh, got the whole United States. You went from California all the way to the other side in Walpole, huh? Yeah. My, uh, my uh, my truck's been in uh, 41 states because of it, so it's uh, wow. it's gotten its fair mileage. Tell what what was it like playing in Walpole? Because Walpole is a uh, suburb of Boston. They play mm-hmm. as you as as you alluded to in the EHL, and which is a good, very good junior league, well established, and it's right in the heart of. Uh, you know, just hockey central with NCAA teams around there, both division one and division three, but also a ton of youth hockey, you know, people, you know, if if there's hockey in in America or hubs of hockey, you think of either Michigan, Minnesota, or Massachusetts, one of those three. And you were, you happened to be in two of those three that year with Alexandria and then uh, and Walpole. So what was it like being there uh, in the Boston area with so much hockey around you? Uh, well, you kind of had to learn to be a Patriots fan. That was uh, the first big thing. You didn't really have a choice there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the best thing about living or playing in Boston was my was my coach, uh, John Lounsbury, who's now coaching for Holy Cross. Uh, he he was an amazing coach, and he ran uh, everything top tier. Um, he'll talk to any school for you, and in which he did for just about everybody. And it was just a lot of fun up there. Um, the league was really good. It was, I mean, you had scouts at every game. And, and like you said, there was a ton of schools up there, pretty small schools. And 
uh, he hooked me up for like a lot of visits and I had a lot of offers to go to D3, but uh, once you, once some, for some of those schools, once you visit them, you go to the rink, it's really cool. But once you step outside of the rink, uh, it's kind of deserted. I remember one of the schools I went to, it was uh, upstate New York and I toured and it was, it was a beautiful rink. But once I stepped outside, it was negative 25 oh my gosh. degrees. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try and go someplace a little bit closer to home. Yeah. And so I started looking up schools and uh, found Missouri State. And I mean, you can't really beat, you know, six and a half hour drive, cheap tuition and, you know, playing in front of a sold out crowd. So you can't really beat that. So, so that was the best place for me. And it was probably the best decision I made. Well, very, very nice. Did, did you, did you know about the ACHA at the time when you were playing for the Walpole Express or did, is that something where you had to educate yourself or your coach, Coach Lonsbury helped you out? Uh, it was actually a mixture of both. Um, I knew, um, I knew Alabama had a team, uh, just being from the South and whatnot, but I didn't really know like how how many, how much more teams there were. Uh, Uh, but I, I kind of looked into it. I didn't really know like all, I didn't, I didn't know who Missouri state was till at the very end of the, uh, the year because the old coach from Missouri state reached out to me. Um, but I kind of looked into like, um, like Delaware, I looked into uh, to Lindenwood. I looked into Alabama, but I felt like Missouri State was the was a, it was perfect timing because I mean uh, the old coach reached out to me and told me about the school and I looked into it and it, it was just a no brainer from there. That old coach being Bob Booker, yes sir. Uh, he's a he's a he's a coach is a uh, coach Booker is a great guy. He's quite the character, and oh, yeah. uh, he had a he had his Missouri State team uh, uh, going in the right direction. Uh, got him in, made the transition from Division Two to Division One, and then they just kind of, uh, uh, I guess, just kind of stagnated there for a little bit. Yeah, so. I mean, like, like I said, it was it was a pretty easy decision when he said, you know, we're taking in, uh, or we said, but we're basically looking for a brand new roster, and he said you'll get to play a lot, and so, like I said, it was a it was a no brainer. Yeah, I'm glad I made that decision. Good. What was it about the Missouri State campus uh, other than the fact that it wasn't negative twenty five degrees outside? Uh, what was it about uh, being there in Springfield that that sang to Hunter Saunders and said, "Come here"? Yeah, like uh, like I said, it was it was close to home. I mean, I, like I said, you know, I've been just about everywhere, so I was ready to come a little bit closer to home than California or Boston. So yeah. that was the number one thing. Okay. Um, I remember all the guys were extremely nice. All the upperclassmen when I toured, and you, you I, we had a good group of guys, so you can tell they weren't really faking it just to get prospects, and they're just all good guys. Yeah. And so that, so that made it really easy. And then just uh, seeing all the videos on uh, YouTube about, or just seeing the games played and seeing all the fans, uh, that was one thing you don't really get in the Northeast because there's so much hockey. You know, they always go to like the, the Bruins game or Boston College or Boston University, so you don't really get fans in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, so just playing in front of all those people I mean that. I mean, who doesn't want to do that, you know? The thing that uh, struck me about Missouri State, and I didn't realize it until, you know, it was one of my more recent visits, the campus is beautiful. And uh, the bear is is everywhere. It's omnipresent. It's on every single building, everywhere you go oh, on yeah. campus. Yeah, and it's 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 a good campus just because it's, I, I describe it as like a, it's like a small, big university. Like there's a ton of people there, but, you I mean, you can walk across campus in, you know, less than 10 minutes. And everybody knows each other, and it's just a good, uh, good place to be. Very nice, very nice. What are you studying there at Missouri State? What's your major? I am studying uh, exercise science, and I got one more semester to go. 
Really? All right. Exercise science. So, so that, that kind of works out well with hockey, doesn't it? Yes. You learn, you learn about, uh, learn a lot about yourself and learn how to take care of yourself. So, uh, that's been really good, especially since I'm getting a little bit older and learn how to recover as quickly as I can. Uh, and so it's just kind of cool learning about, you know, human performance and whatnot and how to repair yourself. Very cool. Very cool. I, I was not an exercise science major. If anybody has seen me, they know that for a fact. So uh, that's pretty cool that you get to learn that and, and take that into uh, into the future. What will you, um, upon graduation, what what do you intend to, to work on? Going to own a gym or is there something like in a, in a <clears throat> doctor's or a physical therapy type of a position? Uh, well, I've... Um over the last spring and summer, I was a strength and conditioning intern for our football team. Okay. Uh, so, I, so I got about seven months experience with that. And if, uh, if I look into uh, getting my master's, uh, it's kind of like a gold standard. If I want to be a strength and, condi- strength and conditioning coach, I uh, yet more than likely have to have a master's just, uh, just to kind of solidify that you, you know, show true passion for the, for the field. Yeah. So if I want to do that, uh, that that window is wide open but uh i've also just been looking into uh military i've uh i know a lot of people that have done that uh and so i've been talking to some uh, folks about it and they've been really persuading me to do something like being a medic or an officer and so i've been really looking into that as well so wow. I have a lot of options and a lot of thinking to do so. <laughs> well it's nice to have an awful lot of options that's for darn sure Exactly, exactly. I'd rather have a lot than none, you know? Yeah, isn't that the truth? Well, tell us a little bit about um, that first season when you were playing under Coach Booker there at Missouri State. Did it meet your expectations? Were you, um, was it, was the level of play the same as in the, as in the Eastern League? Was it uh, a little bit better than you expected? Um, I had, I have to imagine the crowds in, in the atmosphere uh, came as advertised. Yes, that, that was, uh, that was definitely an adjustment for the fans. Just, I mean, like I said, the junior uh, squads up there don't really get a whole lot of fans. So I got really used to playing in front of a lot of people. Um, the hockey was 10 times better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I went to, when I toured some of those schools uh, in Boston, like some of like the, uh, you know, the Boston schools, I mean, those are some of the, one of, some of the worst games I've ever been to. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just be straight up with you. I mean, there's some, uh, lower end D three schools that are, you know, they, they're just, they're not very good. I can tell you that right now. But when I got to uh, Missouri state, I mean, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And so I'm, I'm definitely glad I didn't go to one of those smaller end schools in Boston or, or New York. Um, but I mean, like I, like I said, the talent level was way better than I thought. And uh, the fans were really easy to get uh, used to playing in front of. That's for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the support up there is just insane. Oh so. yeah. The boosters take care of us and it's, uh, it's kind of cool. Everybody knows who you are on campus and whatnot. And, uh, some of the local businesses know who you are. If you go in, uh, you know, like a local, local grocery store or whatnot, they'll know who you are. So it's pretty cool. Well, what's that, what's that like Hunter? Because you, as you said, Missouri state <clears> is kind of like a, a bit, a little big university. Your ice bears are one of the more popular teams on campus even though they're not a varsity sport and as you said mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows who you are so what's it like to be treated like a varsity athlete even though you're oh, not a varsity athlete oh it's easy to get used to let me tell you um because like i remember um i mean one of my one of my teachers my freshman year was like i guess he's in ticket holder so you know it was just kind of cool like you don't really think of your teachers going to your games you know uh-huh. i mean especially being from nashville like, nobody really goes to 
uh, hockey games right around from, or at least my, my school. So they, like, they didn't really know anything about hockey, but then I'll go to a school where they go to the games. So it was, uh, it was pretty uh, easy to get used to. And, um, or like I said, like, you know, if you go to a, like a grocery store and you have like a hockey shirt on, it's like, Oh, I love going to the games and whatnot. So that, that was very, very easy to get used to. Yeah, I bet. I bet they have, uh, the ice bears get great community support. I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it to anybody who will listen. It's insane. Um, how when you go to a game, you just sit outside while you're waiting for the doors to open and you look around at the people waiting to get in and everybody is wearing some form of ice bears paraphernalia, whether it's a Jersey, whether it's a t-shirt, a hat, a ball cap. And it's not just one it's, they all have different varieties, whether it's the star Wars shirt from last year or the, uh, slap shot Jersey from, uh, from last year. It's just, if it's the Christmas jersey, if it's the military appreciation jersey, there's all sorts, there's all different variations, and it's, uh, the level oh, yeah. of support is just insane. Yeah, like, like I said, it was, it was very easy to get used to. I mean, like the boosters, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I've never been to another school, but I just know that not every school has a booster club like we do. I mean, they, they take care of us so well, and, you know, they, they love us, and we love them, and it's just uh, kind of the family atmosphere that I was looking for. And uh, it's been a blessing to be there and uh, have that support that we have. What, what was it like moving from um, you were in, in the big city of Nashville, which is a major metropolitan area mm-hmm. and you've played in some other, you know, Kansas city, major metropolitan area, Boston or suburban <laughs> Boston. And now you're in Southwest Missouri. What's was there a transition because you go from big city, big city, big city now to kind of a, a big little city, I guess you would call it. Well, it was nice. Um, I mean, it's a little bit quieter, which is kind of a nice thing. You know, you go from all these busy cities to, to Springfield. So it was, it was a very um, peaceful adjustment, I guess you'd say. OK, uh, not, not as much traffic like Nashville. That was very easy to get used to. Yeah. Uh, everything's a lot, a lot cheaper in Springfield than it is in like California and Nashville. So, so that was nice. Um, and like I said, it was just nice having that small town feel and everybody knows who you are on campus. So it was a very, very, uh, easy adjustment. Nice. Nice. Now during, uh, during the games, or I'm saying this wrong during game week, and you pointed it out, one of the things that, uh, Missouri state has, one of the many things Missouri State has going for it is the fact that their games are broadcast on the internet and they're easy uh, to access. So mom and dad, brothers, sisters, whatever relatives, they can just fire up YouTube and you know that um, you know Steve Casson and WSR Live are going to have the Missouri State game there. What is what else goes into the game week from from your perspective? Because just from an outsider being up there, it sure does seem as if in addition to playing the game, there's a lot of other obligations that you guys take care of, whether it's talking to the, uh, the booster club and the fans. I know that there's on, on Saturdays after the games, there's a, uh, a coaches show in which, oh, yeah. um, uh, and a downtown, uh, restaurant and I, it's not just the coach, it's the coach and some of the players that hop on there. So what's, what's that like? Uh, during game week, in addition to uh, with your with your obligations to the hockey team, coupled with your obligations as a student. 
so are you asking like what our team does like within the community or is oh, that, I, that what you're kind of hinting I, at? Or? I, I guess what, what does Hunter Saunders do? How does he balance going to school uh, and taking as many hours as you take with in your exercise science uh, curriculum versus the number of hours that you've got to put towards the, uh, towards the hockey program in, in any given week? Oh, it, it, it's tough. Um, just because like I said, you know, exercise science, it, it, it's a lot of studying. It's not one of those, it's not one of those majors that you can just, you know, blow off to the night before and start studying. I mean, it's, uh, I took a, a kinesiology course uh, this semester, you know, you have to study for, a, you know, at least a week, you know, if you want to do well. Uh, mm. it, it's, you have to, st- you don't have to, you know, 24 hours a day study. I mean, it's just, you have to constantly keep up with the information and whatnot. And I just do that throughout the day. And uh, spend some time with my dog. I have a little beagle that I have in my apartment, so he kind of keeps me sane. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he he keeps the energy up around in the apartment. I bet. And so, so yeah, so it, it's it's tough. I mean, it's it's one of those majors that doesn't really care that you have hockey. So it's it's uh, it's pretty difficult. I'm not gonna lie, but it's I know it's gonna be worth it once I graduate, and I'm gonna be glad that I did it. Very good. Now, your beagle is he your road trip companion as well? He made the trip uh, home with you for the holidays. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, he we have a big backyard, and so he's been able to run around. So he's he's enjoyed that for sure. And it's, nice. it's not it's not it's not too cold. Uh, it's actually snowing a lot in Missouri, so I'm glad that he got to make the trip down. <laughs> no, he, he does he does he does not like the cold. Yeah, well, hey, no, there's a, there's a few of us that don't like the cold, even though hockey's played in a in a cold place. Yeah, I, exactly. He and I have that in common. Oh boy, thank God for those heaters there at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. Hey. Um. So your first year you played under Coach Booker. In your uh, second year, though, you, there was a transition from Coach Booker over to Coach Law. Uh, mm-hmm. What was that like, or did it phase you, or you don't care? I mean, what was that like as a student athlete when you come in under one coach and then next thing you know you've got another coach? Uh. Well, I mean, it goes without saying. It was a little bit weird uh, at first, just because I never. Um, played under a coach that had been uh let go like that uh it was just it was something i guess i got to uh learn how to handle and experience but um i mean it was pretty easy to get used to uh, once we started winning just about every game so i mean that was that was fun yeah uh and i think the most frustrating part about our freshman year is like we knew we had a good group of guys um a good uh very talented group group of guys we just didn't really have um that leadership that we needed and we didn't have that structure uh to be a uh, winning team and we even got comments from other teams that they knew that too um that we were a good team we just didn't have that uh that guidance so it was nice to have some uh some structure to our to our systems and whatnot and uh it obviously showed um throughout the year we got to make our first trips to the national tournament which was really cool uh two, two trips as a matter of fact so i mean it's it's uh it was a total 180, and uh, it was what I was looking for coming into college was to to win games and go to the tournament. Yeah, the uh, you know I've I've seen the the Missouri State uh, program kind of turn itself around here, and uh, yeah, Coach Booker had the talent, and um, but the one thing that uh, that his teams uh, didn't have, uh, it seemed, and I don't know if it was on his part or the senior leadership or who, but they always seemed to self-destruct. There always seemed to be discipline issues. Yeah, it was, that, that was always pretty frustrating. Um, it has to be. I, mean, I, I, I just never really played on a team that, uh, I'm, um, there's the stat that that year we were the, 
leading penalty minutes uh, leader in all of college hockey. So, I mean, at least, I mean, we had to be first in something, I guess, but we, we, uh, <laughs> we had to, unfortunately it was penalty minutes, but it was a little frustrating, but um, you know, luckily that only lasted for one year and we had three other years to make it happen. So, well, and as uh, you said, was, yeah, you made it happen. You got to go to Columbus that first year. Yeah. What was that like for you? It was great. Uh, I think we just kind of, at first year, we just kind of, uh, kind of fanboyed the trip a little bit too hard. I think we were just more happy to be there and we weren't really focused on winning. We were just happy to be there. Um, but luckily that kind of turned around uh, for the second year. We took care of Buffalo and almost took care of Adrian. Um, so I mean, that was, that was, that was, that was pretty fun to get in there and get our first win under our belt and almost made two wins, which would have been pretty cool, um, to do. So, um, yeah. like, like it was just really cool to finally, you know, get that good group of guys that we had our freshman year and make it into a winning team, uh, like we did. The, the thing circling back to Columbus, the thing that really kind of chapped me a little bit was you guys made it to go to Columbus as the 17 seed and you got to play number 16 Arizona a team that you'd already played three times earlier that season oh yeah and the, the frustrating part was we had um I mean I think we had beat them two out of three times and that third time they came back out of nowhere and beat us uh at Mediacom and so it was just frustrating uh to lose to a team that you you beat throughout the year and so that was that, that was very frustrating we just didn't play our best that game and they played a great game I remember their goalie stood on his head like he has, um, he did, he did last year as well. I mean, they're, I think their goal is one of their best players in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, uh, it was, it was just frustrating to lose to a team that you see throughout the year. And, uh, they let us know last year that they beat us the year before. So, um, it was a little frustrating. So we're getting, looking to get our revenge, uh, here in the next couple of weeks when we go over there and, uh, play them in, uh, Tucson. And then as you alluded to in Frisco, uh, this past season, you went down and won the first round game against Buffalo, took care of them pretty handily, four to one, and then gave yep. uh, Adrian the scare of a lifetime. Uh, yeah, that was that, that, that was probably. I mean, it, it was so much fun playing a game like that. It was it was good, clean hockey, and uh, we were playing some of our probably our best game of the year, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I hate how we lost, but um, I mean that that was a good game to hang your hat on. I mean, uh, everyone gave their heart out. Uh, I remember. Speaking of goalies that stood on his head of uh, Brady Griffin, I mean, that that was the best hockey I've ever seen him play. And it was just fun watching him make all those big saves throughout the game yep. and uh, keep us in it. So that was a very, very fun game to play in. That will have, uh, forever stick in my head as one of the most fun games I've played at Missouri State. It was a fun game to watch. Adrian being the defending national champion, and you thought that they were just going to uh, be like a hot knife through the, through the Missouri State butter, and it didn't turn out that nope. way. It was uh, nope. a whole lot of a whole lot of puckering up over there on the Adrian bench and they had to, uh, they had to earn that win. And exactly. That was a one to nothing win late in the third. If I remember right. Yeah. I think it was like, you know, four or five minutes left in the game. So that was, that was just kind of a, yeah. a dagger, but it, like I said, it was, it was just a fun game to play in from uh, start to finish. What a great game. Well, tell, let, let's talk about this season because this season's, uh, it's kind of, well, you, you tell me in your words, how do, how is the Missouri state season going in uh, Hunter Saunders' perspective, uh, I mean, like it's it's a little bit different, you know, not winning completely every game. I mean, I think uh, by this point last year we had about twenty wins. I mean, it also helped that we had more games than anybody, you know, in in the league. But uh, you know, we've been kind of flirting with that five hundred marker. Um, we've just been uh, losing games that we shouldn't, and it's just been very frustrating for us, you know, as seniors and whatnot. Um, 
we have some uh, good uh, additions to our team, um, some good young guys. So it's good to have some uh, some young guys come in for when we leave. So it's been kind of uh, fun watching them uh, develop into the league. Um, but like I said, it's been kind of frustrating. But uh, I think we're uh, for, we're finally ca- we're catching what we uh, we're, what we're good at. And I think um, I think luckily everybody on our team knows that we're a second semester team. And so I think what we needed was just kind of a break from everything and just kind of get our breath and come back and make a run for it in the second semester. Well, you definitely have a lot of opportunity in the second semester because yes. I, you have, uh, I know you have Lindenwood on the schedule. I know you have Oklahoma coming to your place. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you said, you the go Arizona out to games. the, you yeah. go out to Arizona for, for those guys. So a lot of opportunity to, uh, to improve and to uh, jump up in the rankings and make exactly. another run at going back down to Frisco for nationals. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, you know, we're just not used to, lose as much as we have been uh but like you said we uh we have plenty of opportunity and I, like i said i think we just needed we needed a break from everything just kind of get our breath and uh focus on the second semester because i you know it's only two months but i think we can make a run for it for sure yep. um so and it'll be it'll be fun to do it with all the rest of my seniors earlier earlier you said uh hunter that you liked to go on road trips you were talking about driving out to california you said you love road trips oh, i love them Earlier this year, you you had a road trip uh, going to Colorado mm-hmm. uh, with the team. How did uh, I know you? Had, there were some travel issues there. Did you love that road trip? It it uh well, it certainly made me appreciate you know getting from point A to point B in one sitting. Uh, <laughs> made me appreciate that. It, it, well, I'm just glad we because um, we broke down about I'd say about 20 minutes into the ride. So I'd have rather us break down 20 minutes into it. Uh, instead of, you know, halfway in Kansas and that's breakdown because yeah. we hadn't even left Springfield yet. So I was just glad that we uh, found the issue right then and there uh, instead of being out in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. I mean, it was just kind of one of those things you laugh at now, but it was pretty frustrating in the process, but uh, we uh, ended up having a good weekend out of it. So it was fun. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for mountains, so I love going to Colorado, regardless how we get there. So, well, isn't that the truth? That's what a beautiful place. Exactly, I, I have no problem going out and playing the Colorado teams. The well, let's talk about that. I mean, uh, you've been around the league now a couple of times, um, and I always ask this of folks, uh, uh, the student athletes that are on on our podcast. Uh, other than the your home rink, the Jordan Valley Ice Park, what's the the best place that you like to play in the ACHA? Well, the best place in the WCHL that you like to play. Oh, um, let's see here. I honestly, like I got to go with, um, are you talking about overall quality or just like, you know, like the nicest rink or just a favorite place to go play at? The, your, your favorite, the one where you sit there and go, Oh yeah, I like that place. Hmm. Well, it's, 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 it could be for whatever reason. To, yeah. It's pretty easy to play in, um, uh, at a Tucson in front of the big arena, but I got to go with, um, I got to go with UCO. I really do. I like the, I like the small little barn atmosphere. I like the, the fan base they get. Uh, it's always, even, even though it's, if it's a small, uh, crowd or if it's a small building, it's just nice playing in front of a packed house. Uh, and it's pretty hostile, uh, team to play against, uh, their fans let us know that, uh, we're not really welcome there. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, it's, it's always fun to go, uh, down there and play them. And there's a good team to play against. And, uh, so it's always fun to go down there. All right. Well, what's and what's the flip side of that? What's the one rink that you sit there and go, oh, I don't want to be here at all? Uh, down the road a couple hours over at uh, Oklahoma. 
Really? I don't know what it. I don't know what it is, but you know, our our team just always struggles uh, at that rink, and uh, I don't know. I just don't like playing there. I always kind of play bad myself, so it's just kind of one of those rinks that I dread going to. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. It used to be when we had Arkansas in the conference, everyone would say Arkansas. Well, believe it or not, I always like got, I always played really well at Arkansas, uh, even though it's kind of that tiny rink, but, um, that's kind of our, uh, league rival. So it was, uh, it was always a kind of a hostile environment. So it was just fun to play against our rival. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Hey, um, you, you said earlier that, uh, when you moved up to, uh, playing Walpole, you had to learn to appreciate the New England Patriots. Um, but you come from Nashville and you're, uh, I got to presume that you're a, a fan of the Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah. I actually got to go to uh, my first Titans game yesterday. Really? Uh, unfortunately I didn't bring them a whole lot of luck, but, uh, I never gotten to go to a game just because, uh, growing up, you, you know, you play hockey on Sundays. Um, and so I, uh, I, I never got to really go to a game. And then once I got old enough to kind of go on my own, uh, I, w- I wasn't in the state. So, um, I finally got to go with my best friend. He paid for me for, for Christmas. And so we got to go watch him lose to the Texans, unfortunately. That was but, a heck of uh, a game. Was, it, it was, yes, it was. Uh, I wish, uh, Henry would have been a little bit more healthy to play uh, the full game, but, uh, luckily we got two more games to make it happen for the playoffs. So when you were up there playing, uh, in, in, uh, for Walpole, did you just have to grit and grind your teeth every every time uh, somebody talked about uh, Tom Brady or uh, or yeah it, it, it was it was cool it was cool just I mean my first year there was the year they won the Super Bowl um back in I think it was it was 15 no sorry yeah no I think it was 14 15 I believe I can't really remember what year it was okay but um that was the year they uh, they won it and so it was kind of cool to be in a city when they won a championship because our rink was you know, less than a minute from, um, Gillette. It was on the same road and whatnot. So we always knew that, uh, there was a Patriots game because we always have to schedule our, uh, games early on a Saturday morning to avoid that, uh, that traffic. Cause it's just one street. <laughs> and so it, so it was always a little frustrating getting out of those games and, uh, getting caught in that, uh, beginning of the traffic, but it was, it was cool. I mean, they, they love their football up there. Um, so, I mean, you just kind of had to, just kind of smile and nod whenever somebody talked about uh, the Patriots. But uh, like I said, I'm just glad I got to finally go to my first Titans game and uh, hopefully they can uh, pull it out and go to the playoffs. Well, Hey, let's, let, let's hope so. They've, uh, uh, they've worked I, too hard not to. Yeah. I've, I've always kind of enjoyed the Titans from back in the Aaron McNair days. So oh, yeah. Yeah. You just say a miracle. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, hey, before we get out of here, Hunter, you got to give us, uh, a, a, hopefully it's a PG version, but uh, uh, give us a good Jeremy Law story if you have one. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Um, Let's see here. And, and if, it, if it'll make it easier on you, well, I know that you've also got to you know, cut a, a couple of other coaches, Armstrong and McClue. Any one of those three, give us a good, uh, something that'll make us chuckle about any one of those three knuckleheads. Oh goodness! Let's see. I'm trying to think. That's well. Well, how about how, how about this? I'll just tell you, it's weird. For one, I got I, mean, it was, I was McClue was my PK partner about you know six months before he was coaching me. So that was that was uh, that was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, just you know, growing up playing with him and whatnot, and uh, so I mean, that was an adjustment. But good stories. I'm trying to. I have a, I have plenty of Bob Booker stories if you want to hear those. <laughs> Drop a Booker story on us then. <laughs> well, uh, I think one of my. Um, 
uh, a favorite Booker stories was um, we were, uh, it was my freshman year, obviously, when we were um, down in UCO and it was, we were, we were losing pretty bad. It was just kind of one of those, you know, gong show games and it was just frustrating. And, you know, we were getting, you know, drinks poured on us uh, going back into that locker room and whatnot. It was one of those hostile games and we were going into the third period and, you know, we go out of the, we go out on the ice, you know, behind that, uh, behind our net and whatnot. And the coaches kind of have to go around. And so we went up for the third period and, um, you know, we kind of looked back to, you know, see who's going uh, on the ice and couldn't find Booker. And so um, we were looking around, looking around. And all of a sudden you look over and you see him kind of over by the fans. And he was, you know, yelling at him and telling him to meet him in the parking lot and whatnot and you know giving the bird and whatnot it was like oh my goodness it was so it was so embarrassing it was just one <laughs> so we just kind of ran lines for all right we just kind of you know, rolled through the lines for the first five minutes because even when we were playing he was still over yelling at him so that, that, that was just kind of one of those things you just kind of you laugh at now but it was pretty embarrassing but it, it was just kind of just described the season of Booker, unfortunately but it, it it was, it's fun to laugh at now. I, I remember I was at one of those uh, Missouri State games at UCO, and he, Bob was getting some grief uh, yelled at him by some, someone up there in the stands. And sure enough, Bob being the people guy that he that he is, uh, he goes up to the guy and uh, takes a chew off of him. The guy had a had a dip can. Sounds about right. Oh, yeah. And so Bob and this guy, this guy, they were just screaming at one another uh, 30 seconds earlier, but here they are bonding over their, uh, the, the chew. Oh yeah. So, what a deal. Was, I, rem- I remember old GM like um, cuz he he would uh have one in on the bench at home games and our old GM uh kind of banned it there for a little bit just cuz I mean he would just throw in some some whompers. I mean he <laughs> it would just it's just a huge lip in. He uh he like banned it for a little bit. So he would um he would bring like a bag of um t- uh Tootsie Pops out on the on the ice with him. He would just go with like a bag of those a game just because oh he goodness. couldn't have a chew in. So that, but he kind of fought his way out of that one because uh, that was pretty frustrating for him. So <laughs> that's good old, good old Booker, let me tell you. Well, th- tell me this, getting back to Law and McClue, what's it like being a player on the bench? You're sitting there uh, wearing the Missouri State, the maroon, and, jeez, uh, I, I forget even what the rest of the colors are, maroon and white, maroon and black. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, you look behind you and you've got, uh, two guys wearing, you know, crazy, ugly Christmas sweaters and they're all Christmas out. What's it like? Uh, uh, does, does that phase you? Do you sit there and roll your eyes or do you just go out and go play? No, I like it. Uh, laws we had on a, uh, a Christmas vacation sweater and that's my favorite Christmas movie. So that kind of gave me a good chuckle before the game. <laughs> uh, I was kind of disappointed. They, they've uh, always worn like the full uh christmas suits you know like the ones that match you know the pants and the 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 jacket and whatnot so i was kind of disappointed in wear those but uh the sweaters were a good a uh, good touch and all the players worn before the game and whatnot because uh-huh. we had a we had a big christmas party with the boosters after the game so it was it was cool to, to kind of lighten the mood before the game and whatnot i got a kick out of seeing the uh, the picture of those guys and yeah i saw the sweaters and then the jackets and uh they yeah they didn't go I didn't go all in by putting the suit on with the matching uh, uh, pants, but yeah, I got a kick out of it. It's kind of wild. They like to have no, fun. Yeah, yeah they uh, they always dress up. I think uh, my favorite one was um, when we had our um, we had a slap shot night, and uh, Lazzy wore the um, 
you know, that uh, Amelia Earhart, you know, looking uh, leather jacket that uh, Dunlop would wear. <laughs> I, think that, I think that was probably one of my favorite dress-up nights that we did. I tell you what, what a character. What He's a, a good dude. He is a good dude. He is a good dude. Well, Hunter Saunders, you're a good dude, too, and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh, to talk to us here on the WCHL podcast. We wish you uh, a great holiday season, but uh, uh, we also wish you uh, just a lot of uh, success here in the second semester with the Ice Bears. Well, thank you, Mr. Perry. I appreciate you having me, brother. I really do appreciate it. Not a problem. And hey, I'm so sorry that you have to, li- or that you choose to listen to the podcast. Um, I, no. I'll try to, I'll try to keep Andrew in line for you. Sounds like a plan. All righty. Hey, that's Hunter Saunders with the Missouri State Ice Bears.